Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 12th of June. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Amy Gill. Thousands march across the US demanding stricter gun laws. How many ways can we say it? Gun violence does not discriminate. It happens everywhere and all the time. And millions face starvation in East Africa. Aid agencies say that that we're almost past the point of being able to do anything about it because the, the situation is so bad. The Times Daily World Briefing. Thousands of protesters have rallied across the US to call for stricter gun laws following mass shootings in Buffalo in New York and at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. The theme of the rally was this time it will be different and those taking part carried slogans saying I want freedom from getting shot. David Hogg, who's a survivor of the Parkland school shooting in Florida in 2018, addressed a crowd in Washington. This time is different because we all see it a bit more clearly. Our enemy is not the left or right Our common enemy is gun violence. Because I can, you know, I can respect those who don't agree with me all the time. What I can't accept, though, is the notion that there is nothing that we can do to stop gun violence and save our kids. We must act now. Garnell Whitfield Jr. lost his 86-year-old mother at the Buffalo grocery store shooting. We are here to stand with those who are bold enough to demand sensible gun legislation that will help to reduce the gun violence in our communities, that will stop the slaughter of our most precious commodity, people, human beings, sisters, brothers, fathers, grandparents, friends, and in my case, my 86-year-old mother. The Times US correspondent Jackie Goddard says the March for Our Lives message has matured over the years. At first, it was a pretty punchy, you know, get guns off the streets kind of um, message. And particularly, you know, we're talking about uh, assault rifles and, you know, what we call weapons of war. Um, and they've come to realize there is this middle ground. And this is something that David Hogg speaks about very in a very articulate fashion now about, sure, there might be camps that really would like just like to see all guns off the streets. But you've got a nation of 300 million people and 400 million guns. You're not going to be able to recall them. So you've got to start finding this middle ground. Uh, and this is where he feels now that hope that there are people coming over to, to thinking, yes, we need some more regulation of the guns we have and the guns that we will have in the future. President Biden, who this month urged Congress to ban assault weapons, expand background checks and implement other gun control measures, has tweeted his support for Saturday's protests, repeating his call for common-sense gun legislation to be passed. Earlier this week, the US House of Representatives voted through a series of measures which would regulate the sale of guns. But due to Republican opposition in the Senate, it means the bill has little chance of entering law. 
They may be thousands of miles south from the front lines of Ukraine, but millions have been left starving in East Africa as a result of Russian food blockades. Countries like Kenya and Somalia rely on Ukraine and Russia for almost 100% of its wheat. And with ships lying still in the Black Sea, both countries and others in the region face a desperate situation. Sunday Times reporter Charlie Mitchell has been visiting a refugee camp in Kenya. He says the blockades have come at the worst time, with the country still recovering from COVID and one of the worst droughts in 40 years. So people just simply cannot afford to buy food to eat. At the same time, this terrible, terrible drought, the worst since the Live Aid era in the 80s, um, means that all the livestock have died. So there's these bloated carcasses sort of littering the landscape in, uh, in, in northern Kenya. Um, so people would previously have eaten milk or dr- drunk milk or eaten f- uh, uh, meat from their livestock. They've all died. So they don't have those either. So it leaves people eating kind of these small red berries and feeding them to their children um, or aid handouts. And again, there aren't enough to go around because of cuts in, in aid. Mitchell went on to say that hope for a solution is fading. Um, aid agencies say that, that we're almost past the point of being able to do anything about it because the, the situation is so bad um, and people are already so hungry that you would need you know, an enormous, enormous supply of, of, um, of grain um, to East Africa from the Russia-Ukraine area. Though Russia denies it's blocking food exports from Ukraine, blaming sanctions on Moscow instead, it has recently shelled the warehouses of Ukraine's second largest grain terminal at Mykolaiv. Elsewhere on the ground, Russia continues to bomb the southeastern city of Severodonetsk, the last eastern stronghold of the Ukrainian army. And in an address last night, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said he is hopeful for diplomatic talks with the EU on Ukraine's membership. Today marks the beginning of the final stage of a major diplomatic marathon, which should be over in a week and a half. And we are really in this marathon together with the European Union. We are on the same team, and this team is going to win. I am sure that we will soon receive an answer about the candidate status for Ukraine. On the way... Mexico disbands one of the largest migrant caravans, and the Live Golf Invitational Series gets its first winner. The Times Daily World Briefing. It's the biggest test of endurance and skill for motorcyclists the world over, the Isle of Man TT. But concerns arising over the safety of the sport after five people died during this year's event, including a father and son. The TT has been run since 1907 and ranks among the most dangerous in motorsport, with 265 deaths to date in the TT races, Manx Grand Prix and Classic TT. The only year without a fatality was 1982. But Craig Neve, a motorbike racer who's been competing at the TT this year, has told Times Radio all those taking part know the risks. We all know coming here that that this could happen, you know. But if, you know, there's risk with with any single sport you do, you know, you've only got to look at, you know, people who want to climb mountains and things like that, you know. There's many fatalities there and anybody can do that. Nobody can just come here. You have to be some kind of professional rider with experience. Sometimes machinery can let you down, the condition can happen, or or you can just be travelling faster than you have done before. But Craig also told us that safety is the number one priority.
you know what? I think the the organisers do a fantastic job of actually making the event as safe as it is. You know, if you look from when the event started 100 years ago and, and the steps that have made, you know, every single year there's, there's something better, something new. Uh, and again, this year it's gone to another level. To Mexico now, where immigration authorities have disbanded a migrant caravan made up of at least 7,000 people. The caravan departed the southern border city of Tapalucha on Monday with aims to reach the United States. People, including children from Central America, Venezuela and Haiti, were among those to be disbanded and redirected to officials in the Chiapas state, according to Mexico's Institute of Migration. Migration activists believe the caravan to be one of the region's largest in recent years, and as with other caravans, migrants have been vulnerable to abuse. The Human Rights Watch say some migrants seeking refuge have been turned away by Mexican authorities in the past, who have pressured them to accepting voluntary returns to their countries. This latest disbandment comes after the US hosted the Summit of Americas, where President Biden and other leaders pledged a more cooperative approach to migration. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. The controversial Live International reaches a conclusion. With more, here's John Jackson. The Live Golf Invitational Series has been making headlines all around the world this past week, but it was a battle between two South Africans that decided the first ever winner. Charles Schwartzel held off compatriot Henny Duplessis to win by one shot and claim the biggest and most controversial paycheck in golf history, four million US dollars. After his first experience of the new 54-hole format, Schwartzel admitted it's likely to change the way he approaches tournaments. I've played a full week of hard preparation and I think for the amount that's at stake, I can see myself doing that for almost all the events, really trying to prepare like I did for majors. The Saudi-backed league chose the last day of its inaugural event near London to announce that former Masters champion Patrick Reed has become the latest golfer to join. He'll make his debut at the next event in Portland, Oregon, alongside fellow American Bryson DeChambeau. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Johnny Depp, who less than two weeks ago won a near-total victory in a defamation suit against ex-wife Amber Heard, is releasing an album with English guitarist Jeff Beck. Since the case ended, the Hollywood actors appeared on stage with the veteran singer at various venues across the UK. Called 18, the 13-track album will contain 11 classic rock covers and two original songs. One is titled This Is A Song For Miss Hedy Lamar, which follows the troubles faced by the 1940s actress after she rose to fame. 18 will be released on July the 15th. And finally, doctors in India recently had an unusual patient on their operating table, a five-year-old lion. Officials at the Gear Forest noticed something was wrong with one of their male Asiatic lions when he stopped responding, even when there was food nearby. It turns out the lion had gone blind with mature cataracts in both eyes and was in need of surgery. The operation involved replacing the eye's natural lens with a plastic one. To prepare for the surgery, doctors spoke to experts and studied an eye sample of a dead lion. They were then successful and saved the feline's eyesight. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 12th of June. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.